Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Nuna Army Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Dwan, also known as Mandarin Mama. And the podcast in general is about the particular challenges and aspects of being a middle-aged BTS fan. Today, I'll be answering the question of, am I too old to like BTS? As an older, middle-aged female BTS fan, um, I'm quite often asked, aren't you too old to like a boy band? Are you a teenager? Like, what are you, 12? Um, aren't, aren't your boy band days behind you? And people are joking. I, I mean, I think they're joking. I don't think I'm friends with anyone who'd be purposely mean. But I do know that there's a lot of people on the internet who do not have that same benefit. I have a lot of friends who have been asked by family, by friends, um, by parents, and been told like, hey, you're too old for this. This is stupid. This is lame. I can't believe you're spending all your money on this. I can't believe you're staying up late to do this. I can't because, you know, the time difference to watch BTS. I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe it's in Korean. You don't know Korean. You don't speak Korean. Uh, so it's, um, if you hear that day after day, it's pretty disheartening and you start feeling like there's something wrong with you. Well, I'm here to assure you that there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You like what you like. You love what you love. I like what I like. I love what I love. And you know what? We are too old to be told that what we can and cannot like. We were too old to be told what we could and could not like as children. We are too old to be told what we are, we can and cannot like as adults. And it doesn't matter how old we are. You like what you like. You love what you love. And if someone is going to be petty and cruel enough to mock you for the things that you like, then maybe they shouldn't be in your life. Did I just advocate cutting someone out of your life for not um, approving of your love of BTS? I mean, maybe. <laughs> and when I say that, I say it only kind of jokingly. If a person in your life is consistently tearing down the things that you love, whether it is BTS, whether it's a show you like, or some movie or some fandom or some anything even if it's like eggs like what are they a person you want in your life because all anyone wants is to feel known seen and understood and it doesn't matter if your friends don't care about BTS you know they they should still be happy for you they might not understand it but they should be happy for you. They probably don't want to hear you talk about BTS all the time because maybe they'd like to talk about their lives. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with wanting to talk about BTS all the time. My friends might disagree, but that's why it's good and important for you to find friends who do have the same interests so you're not always boring your friends about talking about BTS. So, so yeah, there's nothing wrong with you liking BTS because you are 
old enough to make your own decisions. Whether you are two, which we are, if you are two, please stop listening. This, this podcast is not appropriate for you. Um, but it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter how obsessed you are. I mean, okay, within reason, right? Like, don't, which, which brings me to another thing. Weaver, BTS, big hit, uh, just released a notice on Weverse saying, you know, about community guidelines for being a fan. And most of it was, please don't be a stalker. Like, so you can like and love BTS, but do not be a stalker. All right. That's, that's when I feel like it crosses a boundary. Like they are their own people. They're their own humans. They are their own persons and they do not belong to us. Yeah. We don't own them. And I don't know that you would want to, right? Uh, <laughs> it's very easy to love BTS from afar. I don't know if, I'm, I'm sure they're lovely people, but um, as many of you probably experienced, loving someone from afar is very different than loving them in an intimate daily basis. And while we'd like to say, yes, sign me up, uh, we don't actually know, right? Like we don't actually know them as people. And maybe they snore. I mean, for sure, RM snores. And I don't know if I can sleep with someone who snores. <laughs> um, well, I suppose if they look like RM, I, I, I wouldn't kick him out of bed. Uh, anyway, my point is, don't be a stalker. Don't be creepy. Respect them as people. Now, other things that I constantly hear as a middle-aged fan is, Maybe you're a little bit too unhealthily obsessed with BTS. And my answer to that is maybe, but that's okay. <laughs> Look, we're all grown-ups. If you have the financial means to buy the things that you want, like buy merch and albums and concert tickets, and it doesn't put, and actually, even if it does make you hungry, like that's your choice, right? But don't be making like irresponsible financial decisions um, to go watch BTS or to buy all their things. Like you should know, you should have food, you should have clothing, you should be able to pay rent, you should be able to go to the doctor. If you have children, you should be able to feed them. Don't neglect your children because you're spending stuff on BTS, right? That's, that's not a healthy relationship with BTS. But in general, if you can afford it and you know your budget and it's within your budget and you're making sound financial decisions, who's anyone to say to tell you what to do with your money? There's sports fans who go to like pay thousands of dollars to go see the Super Bowl, which is coming up soon. Is that a financial good use of money? I don't think so. It's not nearly as entertaining or satisfying. Um, but yet people do, and no one's like saying, oh, you're so bad for following sports. And notice it's always men who do these things, and people don't judge men for watching, for being obsessed about something. They're like, no, they're just, they're just fans. They just really support their team. Well, you know what? BTS is my team, and I really support I really support BTS, okay? Or other, other ways that you might be unhealthily obsessed is like if they consume every waking moment of your time. And if you're retired, 
go for it. Uh, but in general, like I consider it like any hobby or interest, as long as it doesn't negatively affect your life, your work and your relationships, then I don't see a problem, right? Like you like what you like and there's nothing wrong with it. So this is, if you need, if you're the type of person who needs like outside approval, then um, this is your outside approval. It's okay. Like you're, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing dirty about you. There's nothing broken about you. This is what happens, right? It's like falling in love. Once you first become interested in something, you kind of check them out, kick the tires a bit, you know, check out their content. And then you realize, oh, I like this. And then you get sucked down the rabbit hole because probably you only wanted to know their names. Uh, or you just want to watch one more dance video or you just want to watch one more reaction video and before you know it you've consumed American Hustle Life, all four seasons of Bon Voyage, you know all 92 episodes of Run BTS and they're behind the scenes so that's like actually 184. Uh, all the episodes of you know I think it's BTS Gaio or I forget exactly there's like what 20 to 30 of those episodes and then there's the behind the scenes of that and then you know every single award show that they might have ever been on and you know there's just a lot of content and then like the millions and millions of bangtan bombs and then of course the translations because you want to know what they're saying so i get it there's a lot of content and if you just recently became a fan you have six years of content more than six years of content to catch up on and that's very daunting. So, of course it takes up your time. Of course it takes time. Anytime you get into a new thing, it takes time. Anytime you're, you get into a new person, it takes time, right? Like, you, you know that rush when you first meet someone that you're excited about? You want to hang out with them all the time. You want to know all the things about them. Um, this is just even friendships. Like, I've maybe I have an obsessive, per, an obsessive personality. But that's that's... I think normal when you find someone or something that you like and enjoy. It is human nature to want to learn more about it, to spend more time with it, and to watch it. I mean, how do you explain people binge watching on Netflix? That's exactly the same thing. So like if all of a sudden you decided you're going to like be obsessed with NCIS, that's 18 seasons to catch up on. And then if you end up liking all the other like spin-off shows, that's another like 10 plus seasons per show to be obsessed about. Or, or even worse, if you like Law and Order, that's like, that's just like a year of your life gone <laughs> easily, right? So I don't think there's anything particularly strange or weird about being obsessed with BTS. That's what people do when they like things. You just become obsessed with it. And again, unless if it negatively harms your work, your life and your relationships, then I don't see a problem with it, okay? Um, and the thing is, the irony is, because I have wholeheartedly pursued my hobby, <laughs> and it's not a hobby, it is like a way of life, people. It's the way, it's the way of the Bangtan life, right? <laughs> um, because of my love for BTS. My world has actually expanded. Like people often think that my world has narrowed only to BTS, but in fact it has expanded. It has expanded in so many ways. Um, 
it is first of all it's introduced me to a lot of korean hip-hop like epic high and um like tiger jk which i don't know admittedly as much about because I prefer Epic High's music, but that doesn't mean I can't listen to other things. So it introduces me to other Korean music and other artists. For one, I started to like Drake, which I find horrifying, but what can you do? And then, you know, I just, I've learned to like other things. I've learned to look in, I've, because of BTS, I've discovered movies and shows uh, because they like it. And isn't that how we learn about things to like from our friends or from the news or whatever or until it becomes like so popular in the zeitgeist to like ignore uh and so yeah so not only that but i've been introduced well these are concepts that are not new to me um solely because i have studied them or have heard of them anyway like it opens your mind up to if you had never heard of it like carl jung the map of the soul you know, different, like the ego id, um, shadow, all those things, which again, I've heard of, I'm not terribly interested in, but you know, I'll read about it. Uh, or just like symbolism, the Bangtan universe, like it opens up. If you've never even cared about time travel or that's a real cool way to introduce people to the concepts of time travel, of all these, you know, of, okay, fine. The whole thing is like one giant content warning but you know it it opens people up to different possibilities different backgrounds uh, different ways of storytelling uh, think of all the places that i've learned about i've i never even knew saipan was a place until the summer package right <laughs> like I've, I've learned so much about geography i've learned so much about korea korean the language how it's so similar to it's very similar in ways to chinese the relationship between Chinese, Korean, and Japanese, because I'm totally an etymology nerd. Like I love languages. I love, I mean, it's opened me up to so many things, right? Like it's opened me up to like Herman Hesse and Damien, which I've heard of. And I don't really, again, I'm not interested in that, but it's something it's, it's again, it's, it's an option for me to explore, right? If I, if I wanted to, um, there's just, so many aspects of life that me following BTS has opened up, not just because I'm following their interests of like dance and um, culture, but also personally, like I would have, I've always wanted to have a podcast. I've always wanted to do YouTube. I want to do more videos, but I just, I just didn't have the like right drive for it no impetus for it um, yes I talked about Chinese and but there's only so much I mean there's a lot you can talk about Chinese but it wasn't something that I wanted to talk about all the time um, and so like it just it's not as narrowing as people think I've tried new snacks I've you know met new people I've hung out with new people I've met a good probably 40 or 50 people well I guess it's probably closer to 20 because no one can keep 40 to 50 people as like intimate friends but I've met a good like 40 to 50 people and of which maybe like 20 are are more are closer friends right 
uh, and that we talk every day. I mean, it's opened me up to new cultures. Like these friends are international. So I would have never learned about like Finland or the Philippines or India or Indonesia, like all these places that I would have never learned anything about because I am your typical American. Well, maybe not totally typical because I am, I am of a Chinese descent and Taiwanese descent. So I do know that and I understand those things, but like, it's just, but I've even learned how like the Chinese diaspora lives differently in different countries, right? And how some of our customs are the same and some of our customs are the different. This is all from like being a fan of BTS, you know? And so I feel like it is not as narrowing and limiting as people make it to be because we have learned so many things. I've, you know, even heard of like, I would have never known who Becky G was if it were not for J-Hope right like and the chicken noodle soup I would have never even heard of the chicken noodle soup song which was apparently like so huge in either the 90s or like the early 2000s I would have never learned these things and as a result my children would not have learned these things because of course I tell my kids about it of course I tell my other friends about it I any cool thing that I learn about I usually try to tell people because I find it interesting and because people love me and find me interesting okay maybe that part is <laughs> Well, because people love me, <laughs> then they also learn these things. Um, because and because I love to talk about stuff, uh, and I love to talk about BTS. And as a result, it's broadened other people's horizons, right? Like because of BTS, and because I have learned so much about K-pop and um, Korean culture, and I have, I tell my Facebook friends about it, and. If they're interested, then they've also learned about K-pop and are exposed to BTS. Um, so on my reaction side, like I've been, I'm starting to feel my friends reacting to BTS, and they're they're astounded. They're like, "Wow, we didn't know BTS could do this!" And so again, it opens up other people's minds. So I feel like it is not as narrowing as people say it is, and I keep saying that, but because it's true. And anytime something that you love opens up the world for you, that's a great thing. That's not a, that's not a bad thing. What else has BTS opened my mind about? Like I never knew Funko dolls was such a big thing. I mean, I'd seen them, but uh. Or like how, how amazing it is to have seven. I mean, we make fun of the Mattel dolls, but it would have, never ever occurred to me that there would be seven different looking Asian men dolls for my children you know for myself I mean Barbie has always been white and then like the token black Barbie or I think there's only like a Chinese New Year Asian Barbie I mean that's it I mean so it, op it even opens up like toy manufacturers to make Asian male dolls, which is unheard of. Like even when I've gone back to Taiwan, I don't see any Asian Barbies. They're all white Barbies, you know? And so I feel like BTS not only just personally has widened my perspective, but because BTS is so big, they have not only opened up my world, but they have opened up the world at large, right? 
in the US, they've broken ground. I mean, we, we joke about BTS paving the way, but other than like Psy beforehand, uh, and then to a lesser extent, like Girls Generation. And the only reason why I knew about Girls Generation is because I had Korean friends. Uh, it's not because they had broken out into the news or anything. I only knew it because I have Korean friends who like were obsessed with them and would travel. And I, and I used to judge, I'd be like, you dude, you're too old to go be chasing after these girls. And the irony is I am now older than he was when he was watching. <laughs> I am now older and the age gap is even wider. <laughs> and I've, I've totally gone to travel to see BTS. So, ha, karma, funny. Uh, but, but my point is like BTS has even opened up the world, right? Like opened up American music opened up like the Grammys, the billboards, uh, American Music Awards, like all these places where where it is not common to see Asian faces or Asian bodies. And it makes me excited because even though Asian is not the same as Asian American, I still see it crack open a little bit so that my kids can possibly see Asian American bodies on those stages and in those places. Um, and so I feel like it opens up, BTS has opened up so many things, not just personally, but worldwide and in the US. And that I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so happy for that. So if someone gives you crap about your world being so small, you tell them all the ways that BTS has opened up the world for you. And actually, you don't have to tell them anything. You don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't have to justify your time, money, resources, and energy spent on BTS to anyone. Because that is another business. And that, quite frankly, isn't worth your time, energy, resources, and you know influence. Now, of course, if there's somebody you care about, yes, you can probably talk about that to them. But if it's just some person, you don't owe them any explanations. You, you're free to do what you want with your life, right? And if it is to dedicate it wholeheartedly to BTS, who am I to argue with this excellent decision? If only because it makes me feel better about my decisions. <laughs> All right, I think that's it for today. But in general, I want, you're not alone. There's, they have millions of fans. And they wouldn't be, they wouldn't, BTS would not be representing Hyundai Palisades, a freaking like $40,000 SUV or midsize F SUV if their fan base were only children because children are not purchasing Palisades. We are purchasing Palisades. And by we, I don't mean myself. I would never buy a card just because BTS represented it. However, because BTS represented it, I now know about that car <laughs> more than I ever thought possible. And I also know about Formula E, which I had never heard of in my entire life. But I approve of because they brought to us BTS in white racing suits. Ugh. Bless you, Formula E, for such a great styling decision. 
All right. That's it for today. I think it's shorter than our normal podcast. But, you know, if you need someone to tell you and to reassure you that you're not alone, just try and buy a BTS concert ticket. You'll feel better and worse almost immediately at the same time. Okay. Please like and subscribe um, if you're listening to the podcast and watching on YouTube. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye.